welcome to The Mind Speaks, a podcast brought to you by the team of clinical psychologists and counselors at The Mind Psychological Services and Training. We look forward to sharing fun interviews, interesting tips and information, and useful resources. We're excited to speak to you soon! Hi everybody, welcome back to our latest episode of The Mind Speaks. So today we're going to talk about social media usage. Whether we like it or not, social media has become a significant part of modern life. It plays such a big role in the way we connect with one another and even in the way businesses and organizations reach out to the public. So it's safe to say that it's part of our lives that is here to stay. Um, yet it can also be a massive source of distraction and stress. So the way we manage our social media usage is something that we all have to work on. My name is Lavender. I'm a clinical psychologist at The Mind. And today I have here with me my colleague, Jean. Jean, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Jean. I'm also a clinical psychologist at The Mind. So Jean, <laughs> how do you use social media? What do you use it for? Um, for me, I use it to connect with people, my friends, family. I use a lot of Instagram and Facebook. Sometimes mm. I use it for work as well. Okay, cool. So, so quite a lot then, right? Yeah, yeah. When you say you use a lot of Instagram, what do you mean? What do you do with Instagram? Uh, so on Instagram, I post pictures, but mm. I also follow a lot of people that I like, celebrities. Mm. For example, my favorite actress, I follow her. Mm. Um, mm, I follow a lot of baby accounts as well because they're very cute. <laughs> so it's basically like a, a source of news and entertainment for all the things that you like. Well. Yes, exactly. Okay, how about for work? How do you use Instagram or social media for work? Ah, okay, so for the mind, we also have a, an Instagram page. So we post a lot of psychological stuff. Um, to spread awareness. Cool. Yeah. So Jean's the one who creates all our cool infographics and um, <laughs> psychological tips and tricks, right? So if you see those <laughs> posts, Jean made them. Cool. Um, cool. I, I try to make them very pretty. <laughs> yeah, because that's what people look at. We all want. Yeah. We're all on Instagram to look at pretty things, right? Exactly. Yep. Mm. Yep. And there's actually a lot of good stuff on social media for psychology. Do you follow any particular accounts or anything that's useful? Um, well, I actually have an account for psych stuff. Um, mm. I uh, started an online platform with mm -hmm. um, two of my other friends. Mm. Um, it's called Motilog. Okay. Basically, yeah, it's basically just psych posts to create and spread mental health awareness. That's mm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do um, on Instagram? What do I do on Instagram? Mm -hmm. um, like you, I think connecting with people. Uh, Jean mm. and I actually went to university together. We were in mm -hmm. the UK. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of friends, I guess, from all over the world. It seems to be the easiest way to connect because you don't have to individually text people and be like, oh, hey, what are you up to? Or whatever, right? Everyone's updated mm. with each other's latest yeah. happenings <laughs> through Instagram. So when you, when you meet them, it's not like, oh, what have you been up to? It's like, I saw that you went to this place. I saw that you've been doing this. It's very good for stalking. It is. It's very good for stalking. <laughs> and I use it um, for hobbies. So I dance. 
So I actually use it to watch videos of other dancers, what they're doing, new tricks, um, and lately keep updated on all their online classes. Ooh, very nice. Very it's fun. It's quite but, fun. But um, you post a lot of dance videos as well. Yes, I do privately. <laughs> you're so good at it you should show the world your talent no but it's a good way to connect with people who are in the same hobby line as you because you can like encourage each other and uh, share your progress so yeah that's pretty fun a lot of Mm. good stuff we can actually do with social media right yeah yeah and in terms of like work there's also a lot of like Facebook groups and things like that where therapists come together and they share resources like useful worksheets Mm. it's quite cool Mm. yeah but do you have any struggles though with social media is there any part about social media that's stressful for you well for me because a lot of people post very pretty things on um, social media Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and sometimes um, I start to compare my life to people that I've never even met before. Mm. What kind of things, like when you say compare your life, you mean like where they go or... Yeah, Um, a lot of things like my appearance, um, Mm. my personality, even my skill set. So for example, if um, the person posts a very very pretty picture of themselves, then Mm -hmm. oh, they're so pretty. And then I start (laughs) to to second guess my appearance. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. That's true. Actually, it's something that uh, I think maybe when we were growing up, it wasn't so prevalent when we were teenagers. Mm. But with a lot of the teens that I've been working with, social media plays a huge role in their body image, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. When I look at all um, people with long legs, I'm like, yeah, why do I look like a potato? (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. I think social media... Um, can really trigger that tendency to be self-critical true Mm, true and also the thing I I heard this phrase I can't remember where they say you are comparing your real life to somebody Mm. else's highlight reel right exactly Mm. so when you say that like it makes you question your physical appearance and your skill set and even your personality, it's because they're post every not they, we too. I think we all are, yeah. right? Yeah. We're yeah. posting pictures on our best days when we look good or when mm. we have certain achievements. Nobody's yeah. gonna post pictures of like the crappy times, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that what and that is what attracts all of us to social media because everything is so beautiful, so mm. happy, right? Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. All the bright colors, that's what yeah. draws us to it, right? Yep, yep. Apparently, like, if you change your phone to black and white, as in oh. you change it to, like, no color, you uh-huh. will find Instagram a lot less appealing. Oh, wow. <laughs> they said that it will cut down Instagram usage by a lot if you just remove the color. Oh, maybe I should try that. <laughs> so yeah self-comparison I think Mm -hmm. uh, like although I said that I use it for hobbies with dance and in some ways it's very encouraging but then in other ways it's also a source of comparison because I can see how well other people are doing yeah it's very frustrating or like if I see like when I'm already feeling low usually if I'm already Mm. feeling insecure then I see people dancing super well and like I hate myself (laughs) oh 
to me too right it's so annoying yeah and i heard like um you know people suffering from for example low self-esteem yeah and then they see very pretty pictures maybe pictures of their friends it's like a confirmation to them that they're not doing as good as them their friends right that's true that's Mm. very true it becomes like a social media becomes like a benchmark and then we always compare like where other people are doing well and where we're not, then we feel like we're falling behind, right? Yep, yep, mm. yep. And another thing is distraction as well. I don't know. I find like social media so distracting. It's so hard for me to put it down. <laughs> yeah. It's like a magnet. Yes, right? <laughs> do you do that too? Like the mindless scrolling? I do. And then like um, two hours have passed and I'm like, oh, where did the time go? Yeah. And sometimes your Instagram and your Facebook, most of the time is similar posts. Like people will post something that's on Instagram and then they'll, they'll also post it on their Facebook, right? Yeah. So I don't know why. I just go back and forth between the two. And then I just see all the same things. And yeah. even LinkedIn, because a lot oh. of the social media accounts I follow are psychology related. And they also post it on LinkedIn, right? So I'm literally seeing the same content three times. Oh, wow. And you still scroll. Continue <laughs> scrolling. Still scroll. <laughs> uh, it's such a huge distraction. I know. But it's so difficult to stop ourselves from scrolling. It is. It is. And I don't think it's just us. I think it's quite common. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness it's common. <laughs> How about ads? Do Are you, are you drawn by social media ads yeah especially um because mm. i like i like shopping i like fashion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so whenever i see um an ad for beautiful clothes yeah i would click on it and I, and I feel like shopping already yeah and they make it so easy yeah, yeah. and it's really freaky because they spy on you they do like do you notice when you're talking just in a room you're talking about oh maybe i want to get new shoes then you go on instagram suddenly there's an ad for shoes <gasps> They can hear us? They can hear us. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really oh, scary. No. Sometimes yeah. it's in WhatsApp when I'm talking to someone. And it's not even me. Like, for example, if I'm talking to a friend and my friend's saying, oh, I need a new laptop. Mm. And then I go on Facebook, there are ads for their laptops. I don't need oh a laptop. God. So I haven't been searching <gasps> new laptops. Yeah. Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, it caught... Social media can be good for you. There's all these things that you can do, like getting information for work, for hobbies, connecting with people. But then it causes us to compare ourselves to other people. Distractions yeah. makes us spend money on things yeah. we don't really need. Because of the ads. Yeah. Any yeah. other struggles for you? Um, I, I, use, I actually use a lot of social media before bedtime. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I realized that it actually affects my sleep. Like, for example, if I use Instagram right before I sleep, I take uh, a longer time to actually fall asleep. I see. Mm. I think it's the colors, so it's quite yeah. stimulating, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And everything's so bright. True. Mm. Very true. And then mm. it might affect your quality of sleep as well, the blue yeah. light. Yeah. Okay. They actually recommend, like, the sleep hygiene recommendations is that you should put your phone away for what at least 30 minutes before you go mm, to sleep right yeah do you do oh, that um i try to uh-huh. actually i even created a post uh oh. for the mind on instagram okay. on sleep hygiene <laughs> we talk about how i mean like the tips on how to practice sleep hygiene okay and one of yeah. them is to 
put your phone away. Yep. Um, to have a relaxing bedtime uh, routine. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of things, but I won't give it. I won't give too much away. So you guys have <laughs> to maybe check out our Instagram. Yes, yes. Check out our Instagram. Yes. So how do you manage these things? Clearly, you're not gonna like give up social media, right? Like I've heard of people who do social media fast, but they say that it doesn't really work in the long term because at the end of the day. You still need your social media because it's part of our life now, right? Mm. So the moment they end their fast, they get back on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, the habits just go back to the way it was before. So completely ah. fasting for a long time, I think usually they do a few weeks or a month or something like that, that's not really going to help in the long term, right? Mm, yeah, I think maybe scheduling like regular breaks or maybe scheduling regular digital detox. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes more not, sense, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I guess it's like a like a very strict diet. If you just suddenly mm. eat super clean for one whole month and now that you go back to normal, then you will just gain your weight again. Yes. <laughs> so it's yes. the same thing, right? So rather than trying to do one big fast, you should incorporate short moments of digital detox throughout the week. Like maybe once a week you do, or maybe or, 30 minutes before bed. Yeah, yeah. Or um, um, anything that works for your schedule, works mm. for your life. Because I think it's difficult when social media is part of your job. Right? Mm, true, yeah. very true. So, yeah, so maybe it doesn't mean that you can't do a digital detox at all, but maybe you can do a mini detox, maybe at the end of the workday, before true. bedtime, or even during meals. Yeah, Mm. That makes a lot of sense, true. Yeah. I try to do that. Like when of course when we go to a nice restaurant, we will take pictures first, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then after that I try to put my phone away so that I'm giving the other person full attention. Yeah. I don't know if I do that very well because sometimes I still like check if it's my mom. Like oh. if my mom texts, I will respond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or I will at least look at it. But other yeah. than that, what do you think? Am I good at that, Chi? We have a lot of meals together. I think you're very good at it. Like, um, if I if I were um on a first date with you, I wouldn't know what phone you be you're using because really? you don't you don't yeah you barely use your phone. Oh, it, that's on purpose. It's because I want to make sure that the other person feels like I'm focused. Oh, on them. thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but that 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 can be a trick, right, for a digital detox. Like, it doesn't have to be. Oh, you're gonna starve yourself of yeah. uh, social media or whatever. It's just that these times, like a meal time with somebody you care about, is important to you. So yeah. this time is like your social media detox. Yes. Except for the like first few minutes when you take pictures of your food. <laughs> that, that doesn't count. <laughs> That's for Instagram too, huh? Exactly. Exactly. How about you? What else do you do to manage your social media usage? Okay, so it depends on whether I need to use it that day uh, for mm. work. But if I don't need to, uh, maybe I, I'll pick a certain time of mm-hmm. the day. Uh, mm-hmm. If there's one app that is taking too much of my time, for example, it's usually Instagram. Um, <laughs> yeah, I focus on restricting my use of that app first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? What do you do with the app? Okay, so I turn, on my, turn off my notifications. Mm. Yeah, um, I sometimes, okay, so if I turn off my phone completely, it won't work um, True. because I might need to reply to certain people or if I'm working out, I need my Spotify. Yes, so, true, very true. Yeah, so just turn, turning off my notifications for Instagram. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. What about you? Um, Another thing 
I try to do, like for the comparison part, lah, is I try to be very mindful about who I follow. So mm. there was a point when I was working in a job that I wasn't too happy in. I noticed oh. that I was following a lot of like travel Instagrammers and they post mm. pictures in all these fancy resorts and on the beach and I'm like sitting at my desk being miserable. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so those, what the yeah. I mean, like, clearly, like, you wouldn't be so affected by it if you personally don't have something that you are slightly unhappy about, right? But yeah, at the same yeah. time, filling your feet with things that make you unhappy is probably not mm. the best idea as well. Mm. And I think a lot of us are a bit mindless in our timeline. We just follow whatever we come across, and then we never yeah. do the spring cleaning. We don't think yeah. about it, but. But we should, we should. This is something that we are exposing ourselves to on a daily basis and mm. cumulatively for hours. So yeah. we should be more careful about what we're exposed to, right? So now exactly. I follow a lot of dog accounts. <laughs> <laughs> so I turn on my Instagram, like my feed is just filled with puppy. I love my job now, so I'm not miserable about travel photos anymore, <laughs> which helps. But still, like in between therapy sessions, when you want to wind down, like puppy puppy photos and puppy videos are so nice to look at. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I watch a lot of puppy videos as well. <laughs> you send a lot to me. I send them to you all the time. You're a golden retriever fan, right? I'm a Labrador retriever fan because you're so fat and lazy. <laughs> and I guess being aware of your mental state, that helps yeah. me a lot too. So although for the most part, I follow a lot of dancers and a mm. lot of dogs. Yeah. But if for some reason I'm having a bad week, like sometimes I get injured and I can't work out. And I feel like my mindset gets a little bit toxic. I get a bit like, oh, you know, you're so lazy. Uh, you're losing gains, that kind of stuff. Then it's not very healthy for me to expose myself to so much fitness content when I can't do anything about it, right? So during those times, I actually mute some of the dance account just temporarily. Then when I'm healed up, I can go back. And then I can like unmute them. Uh, okay, so you're very aware of what makes you stressed. Um, what your triggers yeah are. it helps a lot I think mm. so I think like like I think how we always just simply follow we don't think about what we're exposing ourselves to but actually we have so much control over all of these things yes, right exactly it's so easy to mute and unmute mm. certain accounts yeah or mm. just unfollow people that are not good for your mental health true yeah. very true also with comparisons right I think we have to re- really realize that um, people are constantly showing the best aspects of their life into mm. social media so we need True. yeah so we need to like you know take a step back and recognize just how unrealistic these comparisons actually are very true mm. very true mm. that's something i bring up to some of my clients mm. like when they say they see social media and everyone else is doing so much better than them mm. sometimes i ask them like okay if you look at your own social media account how would you describe this person so then they'll go on their instagram and they'll be like oh my god, this person looks so happy, looks so popular, so so successful. Yeah. And then I ask them, do you feel this way all the time? And they're like, no, not at all. So then it's like a reality check, mm. right? Like if your account does not accurately reflect all the difficult times in your life, yeah. what makes you think other people's accounts? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, a lot of people just don't show their struggles or the difficulties that they mm. face. Um, yeah. Mm. Which is fair. Yeah. It's, I don't think... 
people are trying to hide. It's yeah. just yeah, it's just so uncomfortable. Mm. If you're going through a hard time, the last thing you would think of is to whip out your phone, right? Yes. <laughs> and take a picture and post a caption. <laughs> yeah. I'm crying now. <laughs> the tears. <laughs> Hashtag tears. Oh yeah, unless they're doing it intentionally, like, like to spread awareness. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of the Pomodoro technique? No, what's that? So it's like basically uh, 25 minutes full focus mm-hmm. and then 15 minutes rest mm. so that you don't get distracted by social media when you're doing work. And mm. there's this app called Forest. Mm. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. It's really cute. <laughs> it's so cute. So basically, you run the app on your phone, you open it, and you put like 25 minutes size when you how long you want to focus, right? Mm. So if you try to escape that app to go to your social media, it'll tell you like, a tree will die. Oh. So you'll kill your tree if you leave uh, the app to go on social media. But then if you manage to sustain your attention for 25 minutes, mm-hmm. then you get a little tree in your forest. Oh. So throughout the day, as you're working, you can grow a little forest. Oh, it's so cute. It's cute, right? It's very fun. <laughs> yeah, it is really fun. That's one thing mm. uh, that's helpful with the distraction part of social media. Mm. Another thing I feel is like scheduling in your leisure time. Mm. So I think a lot of us, we only plan our work days, right? Like oh, all our work appointments. And then after we're like, okay, this is my chill time but we don't think about during my chill time what I want to do actually I feel like to read a book Mm. or I want to watch this movie tonight after work I'm going to watch this movie if you don't plan all these things it's very easy to go home lie down and and just whip up your your phone phone. yeah yes and then like three hours are gone and you feel horrible yeah yeah I think what what I do sometimes is that um, Mm. I visualize how I would feel if I spent like five hours just on social media and I know I would feel really bad I'm like okay I don't want to feel that way so I'm just gonna put my phone down true very true And what do you plan to do instead usually? What do you replace that time with? Um, I work out. I follow a lot of workout channels on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So if you already have something scheduled for that time, yeah. right? I think a lot of us take our leisure time uh, not very seriously. So today we talked about social media usage. Mm-hmm. Awesome. For <laughs> things like connecting with other people, sharing things. For hobbies, like for Jean, is shopping and um, cafe hopping. She takes the best pictures. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for me, it's like for dance. So lots of pros, but the cons are so many. Um, we start to compare ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We get distracted. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of endless scrolling. Um, True. We waste a lot of time. We get drawn in mm. by ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it, is, it also affects our sleep and our mood. Yes, yeah. it does. Mm. It does, yeah. So the tips we talked about are like what Jean said, small, regular social detoxes, mm. curating your feet, choosing what you want to be exposed to, mm. and it doesn't have to be permanent. Mm. During a certain time when you feel a certain way, you can change it up. You can mute, unmute, follow, unfollow people, yeah. right? Yeah, and mm. definitely do not trust everything you see on social media. Mm, that's a big one always remember that's just their highlight reel yeah and lastly um, plan for your leisure time think about all the things you want to do with your life aside from social media so that whenever you do spend some time on social media you don't feel so bad because you've also done a lot of other joyful things yeah exactly or Mm -hmm. you can follow like educational uh, pages on instagram or facebook and that, that you can actually learn something from social media 
Yeah, so you don't feel like you're just mindlessly yeah. scrolling. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Oh, thank you for having me. So we're on YouTube called What's on Our Mind YouTube podcast, of course, The Mind Speaks. And we are also on Instagram, The Mind PSAT. Those are Jean's pretty Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. And we hope you guys find this episode useful. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.